Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you come for Batman, but you stay for Anthony. Stay for Anthony. Stay for, there wasn't much Anthony in this episode. No Anthony in this one. Not even in spirit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hi, I'm Kenny Wendorski. And today we watched Be a Clown. Mm Mm-hmm. We were not looking forward to this no, we going were into it. Did, it. did it change your mind, Kenny? Not to, uh, not to, not to spoiler things too much. It's, it's uh, not great. It's, yeah. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> we're here. But it's definitely still not the worst. Yeah. Um, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll find out if it's the worst one we've watched so far. I right. think we're up to, uh, up to eight on the list. I think this will make nine. But okay. Yeah, I mean, jumping right in, we open up on a on a speech with with good old Mayor Hill. Yep, uh, talking about how Gotham's safe under his administration, everything's great. They're building a new tower. Yeah, the Gotham Towers. Yes. <laughs> At this point, I mean, <laughs> couldn't you call them Hill Towers? Yeah, you 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 built them. Yeah, but yeah, come on, it's okay. Indulge in a little ego there, Mister Mayor. Why not? But, well, it uh, doesn't matter what their name, because they're about to, uh, yeah, Gotham Tower's falling down. I guess it, it fits the rhyme better. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, out comes the criminal element. Cop cars were chasing uh, some hired goons. Yeah. I don't even n- know what they did. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. I, that, that struck me, too. They just show up, knock a tower over, and start firing Tommy guns at the police. Uh, yeah, they kind of reminded me of, uh, I don't know, the guy has a parted, his hair is parted down the middle. Um, the other guy, he kind of looked familiar too. The meat, they might be in later episodes. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to toss it out just off the top of the dome. I'm giving these guys 50 mil Anthony's each. Yeah. And I feel like that's being generous. I, yeah, you actually are too kind. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, they're wearing suits. They've got Tommy guns. I think that's worth 50. Right. That's like the barest of minimums. Yeah. Uh, they show up, Tommy guns and all cops are there. Yeah. Uh, Have a little firefight. Batman's there. Yeah. Hits (laughs) him with a steel beam and knocks him into the trash and one liners him. Garbage collection is normally Monday, but in your case, I'm making an exception. Yeah. Lots of wisecracks from Batman. This episode. He has a lot of eye rolly. Yeah. Not, (laughs) not good ones. Uh, leaps over a fence. Doesn't even use the grappling hook to make a grand exit. No, he just kind of. Whoop, yeah. Hop over events and yeah, no hop smoke runs. bomb, no nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's on the yeah. Reporters are chasing him, trying to get the scoop. But uh, I don't know. He's on the other side of that chain link fence. I'm not gonna hop it. Are you? Yeah. No. I'm wearing my nice shoes today. Yeah, no. it's, just, it's hot. I came, here, I came here for a speech, not a Batman chase. Yeah. Yeah. So back to Mayor Hill. So Hill, what'd you think of that? And he says, "Well, that's an isolated incident." Gotham is still a great place to live. Yep. That was a Ron Apple. Also, uh, Batman, who just saved my life, is the worst. I <laughs> hate Batman. Yeah, he's up there with the Joker. Yep, the Joker and Batman are basically the same guy. Fuck those guys. And then we cut to Joker's hideout, and Joker's watching TV. I Takes great exception to this comparison. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, because... Uh, Joker, it, I don't think he was even planning on doing anything. He's probably like just hanging out, having a leisurely day, watching TV. I, I like to think Joker's got, I mean, if this were set in the present day, he would have a Google search alert for the Joker. And just anytime <laughs> anybody posts anything about him, well, I guess that's who I'm messing yeah. with today. Well, I was, I was going to do laundry, but this guy just, all right, well, yeah. I guess I got to murder him. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
he devises a plan, which mm-hmm. is to uh, mm-hmm. show up at Mayor Hill's son's birthday party. Yep, and we meet his son, Jordan, who is just the best-dressed eighth grader you ever did see, <laughs> wearing a two-piece suit and tie the whole episode. He is very much into magic. That's yep. his thing. He wants to be a magician, I guess, when he grows up. Yeah, we, we open up on him practicing magic tricks alone in his bedroom in front of his toys with his jack-in-the-box and stuffed rabbit as an audience. And Mayor Hill busts in. Stop practicing magic. That's for losers. Hold on. I don't have time for your magic tricks. Illusions, Dad. You don't have time for my illusions. Yeah, you you gotta be cool like me, Mayor Hill. (laughs) Um, Come out here and hobnob and shake hands. That's what I do. They're all your friends, though. I said come here. So he has to go and be a part of the birthday party. Yep. Yeah. His complaint is that this birthday party is just an excuse for his dad to to hobnob with you know. There's a senator there. Mm-hmm. There's uh, you know Bruce Wayne, of course, uh, gets invited to all the really good children's yeah. birthday parties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad he showed up. That yeah. was great. That was very kind of him. Yeah. To take the time to show up to Jordan Hills. Birthday. <laughs> Did we ever figure out what he brought? He brought a big, huge, heavy-looking present. It, it kind of looked like a uh, action playset, like maybe yeah. Castle Grayskull or something like that. Castle Grayskull from the Masters of the Universe collection. He-Man and Beast-Man each sold separately from Mattel. I, I was thinking maybe one of those uh, battery-powered like cars that are like a Power Wheels that it kids can been. ride around in. It could have been... Shoot, who knows, man? Yeah. <laughs> but could have been a gift card in a big box for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, it yeah. shows up Jekko the Clown. Yeah, Jordan's not enjoying himself until Jekko the Clown shows up. And then, because Jekko does magic tricks, and this is Jordan's whole deal. Mm-hmm. So, he's actually entertained by Jekko. Yeah, and he's trying to, you know, he's not just enjoying the show. He's asking questions like, where'd you learn that one? How can I, can I learn how to do what you do? I, I stole this from the great Prosciutto, who is a drawing of Alan Moore. <laughs> yep. I looked that up. She's from Alan Moore is a comic book writer. Uh, you would know him probably best for Watchmen, yeah. uh, V for Vendetta, but he did do a Batman, The Killing Joke. Mm, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, he's got a distinct look. He looks like a freaking... Yeah, Rasputin. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I've seen pictures of the guy. The guy looks pretty creepy. So, yeah. I mean, it's the same picture in all of his, like, book jackets. So yeah. I don't know if he... I don't know if he looks like that every day or if he just <laughs> thought it would be a fun look to just take that picture one time and use it for everything. He could be nice in real life. I don't know. But yeah. the guy creeps me out. In real yeah. Life, so. all, all I know about him is that he, he's written some some damn good like dark ages of dark age of comic books, comics that yeah. spawned some much worse comics that came after him and tried <laughs> to imitate his style. But if you'd like to know more about Alan Moore, definitely yeah, yeah. check out his work. He is a great, uh, talented yeah. artist. Uh, writer yep uh mm-hmm. definitely read the watchman if you haven't yeah um, huge personal favorite the watchman i i would skip the killing joke but that's just me it's yeah i i like the killing joke comic book definitely skip the shitty animated adaptation yeah we'll get to that <laughs> yeah. probably down the road we should do the movies yeah but. yeah i'm thinking maybe that can be a a, a bonus episode for sponsors yeah. maybe if you want to uh, yeah. hit that support us button yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of sponsors i might pick up drinking again if we had to do the killing joke because that movie was pretty bad yeah. 
Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Yeah, that one was unfortunate. We'll uh, we'll tackle the ones that are in continuity. <laughs> we'll tackle our Mask of the Phantasms. Yeah, and our, there we uh, go. Yeah. But, but uh, so but anyway, yeah, and, and this this was a joke. Speaking of jokes that went straight over my head as a kid, Joker says, "The Great Prosciutto." Now there was a ham. Yeah, for yeah. <laughs> as an adult, I finally got the pun. Well, I never heard of prosciutto until God, I don't know, freaking five, ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, it's ham. But yeah, that was one of those lines that I remembered as a kid because it always like. It seems like I'm missing something here. And turns out I was missing two things. That the poster's Alan Moore yeah. and, and that the name is a pun on ham. Yeah. <laughs> which is great, you know. It's, yeah. But that that might have been the best line of the episode, which is not saying much. It's a fine line. It's just that the rest of the episode's kind of not yeah. great. Yeah. So, uh, Jekko yeah. leaves a big, uh, dynamite. Yeah, stick a dynamite in the birthday cake <laughs> disguised as a, poorly disguised as a candle. It's very pretty. All the adults go straight to it. Oh my, a sparkler candle. And Bruce, <laughs> yeah, Bruce Wayne is the only person who recognizes that it very obviously has the Joker's face on it. Yeah, and the... Detective Bullock's there. He doesn't recognize it. He's there for the cake. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Another scene, you see him eating cake. Uh, so Bruce Wayne clumsily and yeah. hurriedly... So he's keeping his disguise, but also trying to save everyone's life. Yeah. Uh, pushes, Trips and pushes yeah. it over into Oops. the pool. Oh, no. And it falls into the swimming pool. Big explosion. Yep. Everyone's safe. That counts. Take a shot. Yep. Some there explosion. we go. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> we should do that. No, I don't want to be like CinemaSins. Fuck CinemaSins. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Talentless I mean, hacks. I happen to agree. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, Jekko the Clown drives away, and you hear on the news report that the boy's missing. Yep. And Jordan has, so he asked has Jekko, how'd you learn to do all this? And Jekko says, I ran away and joined the circus. Find a, find a good magician, run away, and learn everything you can from him. And... Jordan decides, well, that's just what I'm going to do. He stows away in Jekko's truck. Jekko, of course, uh, drives him to Gotham Amusements. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a... He's very happy. Uh, Jordan's like, wow, cool. Yeah, a creepy abandoned carnival. This is a great Whoa. nightmarish environment for me to learn how to be a clown. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and at least it's not the Lafco uh, toy yeah. factory. <laughs> we got an amusement park, which is it's a clever yeah. way to kind of have a hideout for Joker. Yeah. Batman, seeing all this on the news, uh, sees the, the great prosciutto poster, because I was questioning this at first, but I guess there were reporters there reporting on the event, so... Some I can't imagine why anybody would have videotaped Jekko, but maybe they're just taking B-roll footage. Yeah, I guess. But he notices the great prosciutto poster, and Batman probably quite wisely knows all of the many, many abandoned amusement parks and toy factories. <laughs> yeah. And he knows exactly which one the great prosciutto performed at, apparently. 
And because apparently this was a real guy, his posters are all over. Yeah. <laughs> Shows up. Well, uh, yeah, but first Jordan yeah. meets up with uh, Jekko. Yeah, and Jekko he keeps his uh, disguise. He pretends to be Jekko some yeah. some time later. Yeah, because I will give this to this episode some good Mark Hamill stuff because he puts on a different funny clown voice as Jekko. <laughs> it's more of a like this. Yeah, look at me. Hey there. Oh. I've got a slight lisp, and it's funny. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, he keeps the character, and uh, there's you know he's. Wants to show Joran a trick with a sword. Yeah, and he's he's having fun, you know, just... He's kind of trolling Jordan at this point, like just slowly ratcheting up the creepy yeah. to see how long it will take Jordan to catch on that this guy is a legit murderer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. And so uh, Batman shows up. There's an alert. So Joker throws yeah. playing cards that are made of metal. Yep. We've seen these before. He used them in... Oh, shoot. Didn't uh, he use them in Last uh, Night? I think it was Christmas with the Christmas Joker. Christmas with the yeah. Joker. So uh, it's a clever little... Uh, yeah. So they weapon. have a little fight and, and Joker gasses him with his little uh, boutonniere. It's got, you know, the squirting oh, flower. No, I remember trick. it was an ace up his sleeve. And the card exploded That's with That's right. That's what it was. And... Uh, he's unconscious. Great time to unmask him, but besides, oh, yeah. he'd rather see what his fortune-telling yeah robot uh, just... crystal ball. I don't know what these things are called, but I don't think I've ever seen one of these in real life. But I've seen them in a million cartoons. The the mannequin robotic yeah. fortune teller in a glass box. I think they're just called that fortune yeah, teller fortune telling machines. Pop in two quarters and it gives you, you know, yeah, you will live a happy life. Oh, that was worth fifty cents. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but... apparently this fortune told Joker to to trap Batman in like an upside down Houdini water tank escape. I was thinking, I wonder how many different means of torture mm. are programmed in the fortune teller device. Like, how many? It just. You know, like all these kind of different ways of uh, killing somebody. I, I always like, this is my personal headcanon with just about every version of the Joker. I first <laughs> thought of this when I saw The Dark Knight. I like to think that he has just a million plans that you never see because yeah. the episode went a different way. Yeah. Like somewhere in Gotham Central Park, there are a bunch of pigeons with bombs inside <laughs> yeah. them. Just in case a chase scene should yeah. ever lead him there. They've been in there for literally years and he's never gotten a chance I to use them. I can see that there's probably traps all over that he's forgotten about. Yeah. And he, do, he wouldn't even remember them until one day. Yes. <laughs> He's probably going to eat a hot dog one day and then he'll stop himself. And, oh, yeah. I poisoned all the hot dogs in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. So you take a bite and it blows up in your face. <laughs> yeah. No I did that last Tuesday and I already <laughs> forgot. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. In that, this case, it's a, it's a Houdini-esque escape artist trick. And, you know, and he and Jordan are sitting back watching popcorn and Jordan's convinced this is all a goof. Batman's going to get out. And it turns out there is no gag. He's going to die. Rips off his uh, Jekko face and he's the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> Which by this coming. point, he's totally dropped the, he's been slowly losing it over the course of the episode. He's dropped the Jekko yeah. voice. He has been back in full Mark Hamill Joker voice for a good. while. Like we were talking, this isn't really a good Batman, his one-liners. Yeah. This is pretty much Mark Hamill's shoulders must have been killing him on this episode. <laughs> yeah, just carrying it, dragging this episode 
<laughs> kicking and screaming across the finish line. You could tell he was really doing his best. And he yeah. does. He's got a lot of great one-liners. Um, yeah. He's always game, Mark Hamill is. Uh, Jordan takes a, a fire axe. Yeah, which is apparently <laughs> just... And, you know, like a lot of things in this episode, I might question, why is a fire axe just sitting there? Because it's the Joker's hideout yeah, is what the answer yeah. is. So, yeah, grabs a fire axe, tries to break Batman out. And this is when Joker, yeah, starts chasing. Yeah, Jordan books it out of there. Yeah. And uh, rather than watch Batman die and not worry about a kid in his amusement park, he yeah. goes after the kid. Leaving Batman alone so that he can use that little bit of the uh, crack yeah. in the glass to yeah, yeah. punch Force his, way his way out. out. Yep. And and I'm watching this and I'm I'm thinking, oh, he learned this from Zatara. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. We don't find out until later, but Batman is an accomplished escape artist. Yeah, he learned uh, and he has a little fling with Zatanna. And, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. Uh, and that's a good episode that we'll watch later. <laughs> <laughs> or at least well, that's how I remember they're it. They're not all winners. But... Yeah. This, so, <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there's more to the episode. There's a little roller coaster chase sequence, which, which is, is probably the highlight of the whole thing is the roller coaster explosion stuff. Yeah. Joker's throwing exploding Cupid dolls behind him at Batman and, you know, it goes loop-de-loops and explosions are going off. Joker falls off into a conveniently placed lake. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the roller coaster, you know, I wouldn't say it explodes. It just kind of falls apart. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, there's an explosion and then there's kind of like a domino, some parts of the roller coaster fall yeah. into another ride and knocks down half the carnival. But and it ends with the uh, Batman taking Jordan back to, uh, Mayor Hill, who's playing with the, the top hat and the magic wand. Cause he's sad. Yeah. He should have listened to his boy and appreciated his yep. love of magic. I guess. <laughs> and the kids reunite, a big hug. He gives a thumbs up to Batman, and even worse, Batman gives a thumbs up yeah, to Jordan. Yeah, Batman's just kind of chilling in the shadows, making sure that this reunion goes off okay. And that is your giffy, your gif. Yep. <laughs> or anytime you hit Batman, that's one of the options that pops up, is the yeah. old thumbs up from Batman. Yep. And then you roll your eyes, and the episode's over. Yep, so I I forgot to ask the question last episode because it was a foregone conclusion. I feel like it's a foregone conclusion this episode too. Did this episode uh, hold up? No. No, no it did not. <laughs> I love the Joker. I yeah. do love the Joker and I do love Mark Hamill's performance, but this is 30 minutes of just yeah, just mundane. There's no there's no story here. There's it's just a big nothing. It's meant to be, you know, hey, parents, appreciate your kids' interests. Uh, I think that was the goal behind, you yeah, know, this whole episode was yeah. appreciate your kids for who they are. Yeah. Blah, 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 But it's blah. just so base level. And there is no, there's no, comp like no parent watching this with their child is going to say, my God, <laughs> I'm just like Mayor Hill and I need to mend my parenting ways. You know what? You don't need to go to business school. I want you to become a professional athlete. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. Follow your heart, Junior. <laughs> ends, yeah, hug your child. Yeah, bye bye. It's yeah. From <laughs> you know, after last episode, which was you know maybe not quite sticking the landing, but bringing up some really interesting social issues. This is back to like not even good children's entertainment, really. Just base level, straight ahead, strictly formula. I think. This one, I remember this one being played 
maybe I'm wrong on this, but I want to say it debuted on a Saturday. And that's funny because this definitely felt like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it's I mean, it's fine. There's nothing egregiously wrong with it. I mean, there's there's plot holes, whatever we've every episode. I can find something to nitpick. Yeah, you can find plot holes in anything. It's, yeah, but I mean, the animation's fine. The voice works fine. The music's but, fine. Yeah, but is it memorable? No. no. Is this episode memorable? No. no. Is the performance is... memorable? No. No. It's all entirely forgettable and entirely skippable. Yeah. But let's drop some science on them. Let's see just how skippable it is. Lab coat's on. Pants is off. All right. Okay, so we've got our list of eight now. Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, POV, and The Underdwellers. Orange Jesus, go! (laughs) (laughs) What what popped up? Kenny, is this better or worse than number one, Pretty Poison? Oh, gosh. You know, let's uh, debate this. No. <laughs> no, no, worse. Okay, next. <laughs> well, that's how science is done, everybody. Yep, you got to test it. Got to test the science. You can't just think it's going to be one way and you got to actually get, you know, results. <laughs> We're belaboring this point. Is this better or worse than number two, The Forgotten? Dear God, no. I mean, on the one hand, we've got social issues. On the other hand, we've got literally nothing. This is worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Narrowing it down very slowly but surely. Okay, is this better or worse than number five, On Leather Wings? It's worse. Worse. Still yeah. worse. Yeah. On Leather Wings had some standout visuals. And it had, uh, I mean, even though that was a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing. Yeah. I dare say there was a little bit more uh, substance to it than what we just witnessed. Yeah, and there was atmosphere, if nothing else. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is a little closer because this at least had Mark Hamill hamming it up, but I'm still giving it to On Leather Wings. All right. So now we actually are, I think, getting closer to where this might eventually sit. (laughs) Here we go. Is this better or worse than number eight, The Underdwellers? I'm... I think I might take this over the Underdwellers. I I mean, neither of them are great, obviously, since Underdwellers is in our last spot. But this at least keeps moving, and the Underdwellers just drags in the middle. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Yeah. It's it's a close thing, but yeah. All right. So... It had a better villain. I mean, the Sewer King? Yeah. You'll never hear from the Sewer King ever again. It's true. All right. Now then, continuing to narrow it down, is it better or worse than Christmas with the Joker? I think Christmas with the Joker is better. Yeah, I agree. It's it's more entertaining. Neither one of them are Shakespeare, but Christmas with the Joker is is a fun, dumb fever dream. Yeah, I can watch that. I mean, I do watch that every year. This one, I'm good if we never see it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, man. All right. So finally, we're down to, so we know it's, we've decided it's better than the Underdwellers. Worse than Christmas with the Joker. There's only one in between. Is it better or worse than number seven, POV? Oh, yeah. This one's worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. POV was at least trying for something, even if it wasn't fully successful. So, you know, once again, I I think I did like POV more than you. This one, I think we're in agreement. Yeah. I mean, gosh, it's. Half the time I hit my eyes looking at your ceiling fan. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. 
Be a Clown at number eight. Congratulations on narrowly averting the bottom spot. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Let's see if we can bring our batting average. Fuck. Okay, show's canceled. Ah, show's canceled. You I'm did sorry. so well. Ah, I've that's been... all right. Hey, I, I mess up my words. I said pantses earlier, so that's all good. Batting average got him the worst. Swing right. and a miss. Swing and a miss. Buy our merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. We have a choice. Uh, I wanted to bring this up, but I was waiting until it came up. So next week, we've got... A two-parter. We've got Two-Face Part 1. Now, I'm in favor of... This is a two-parter. I say we just tackle both Parts 1 and Part 2 in one episode of the podcast. Okay. But I'm I'm willing... What what are your feelings on that? I... Would you rather do that or would you rather break it up? Uh, That's a... I I think you have to keep that one together. Yeah, I think... Because... Because we've got a few two-parters coming up. I know uh, there's the Cat in the Claw is a two-parter. Feet of Clay is a two-parter. I feel like if... Yeah, Robin's Reckoning. I feel like if the episode title has a part one and a part two, I say we do it all in one podcast Yeah, I'm okay with that. I think that's, you know, tackle the whole story in one go. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about it. So Two-Face is the next one. Yeah, so we've got... Ah, okay. We're going to be tackling Two-Face part one and Two-Face part two, in which mobster Rupert Thorne attempts to use Harvey Dent's secret split personality to blackmail him. But when Dent meets with Thorne at a chemical plant, Big Bad Harv takes over, and the resulting confrontation leads to an explosion that horribly scars half of Dent's face. Kenny, do you remember this episode? Yes, it's a big one. Yeah, this is... I've got high... I mean, as we say, sometimes our memories don't necessarily match up with... You know, sometimes, sometimes for the good and sometimes for the bad... But I remember this as being one of the big episodes. Yeah, this was, uh, and I also recall this one dealt with themes that as a kid. Yeah. I mean, uh, they talk about uh, seeing a psychiatrist because he had anger issues. And obviously you've got kind of a horror element when he becomes Two-Face. There's a lot. And then you've got the crime boss stuff going on. Yeah, I think think this is, uh, not to spoil it too much, but... As I'm, I'm just looking at the Wikipedia here, and it uh, every every episode it lists who is the villain of this episode. And for part one, it just lists Rupert Thorne, who's yep. a recurring mobster that we'll see come back a few times. And then in part two, it lists Rupert Thorne and Two Face. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we got some some mob stuff. I remember. Uh, the the thing that I remember about this is a that it's you know we've seen Harvey Dent a couple of times so it has some more personal stakes mm-hmm. it's you know the fall of this character that we've seen a couple of times as a protagonist and and I will always remember the the final shot of the second part where Batman he's talking with Harvey's girlfriend and she asks is there hope and oh, Batman says yeah. I think the line is I could be getting this wrong. I think it's where there's love, there's hope. Yeah. And that just seemed like seemed like a big sentiment to drop in a kid's cartoon. <laughs> yeah. And then he flips the coin into the fountain and it's yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's Batman. There's no hope. He's always going to be Two-Face. <laughs> because, 
Until he becomes the judge or whatever in that episode. One of my things, and we'll talk about this for the next uh, next time. Batman's villains have, when they become villains, mm-hmm. not all of them, but for the most part, it's usually some kind of tragic transformation. Yeah. And that's something that I love about the Batman uh, world, I guess you would call it, their mm-hmm. their universe. And this is probably one of the most, this and I'd say Mr. Freeze oh, are yeah. the two most heartbreaking transformations into becoming a villain. Yeah, there's so. yeah, there's definitely that. And especially with Two-Face, because Batman is something that always deals with duality with, I mean, Batman himself, he's Batman, but he's also Bruce Wayne. Right, and right. there's... There's always that that tension and Batman's best villains serve as mirrors of that. And who better than Two-Face, the person who has the split personality right there in his right. face. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see if this... So some lofty expectations, uh, but we'll see if it lives up to them next week. Do you think it's going to be better than this one? Ooh, you know what? <laughs> That's why it's science. That's why it's science. Uh, you know what? My hypothesis is that it will be better than this one, but we won't know we'll until we run out. the experiment. We'll find out. But you can always find us at anchor.fm slash bat rankings. You can hit that subscribe button. You can hit that support the podcast button and pledge us one, five or $10 a month. Just help us out. Help us keep the lights on and help us, uh, Help us keep spending time to bring this to you week in and week out. Which we love doing, by the yes, way. This is absolutely. Uh, just, it's so much fun. So much fun. Absolutely. I mean, the whole reason why I, why I had the idea to start this was because, Amer, if you're listening, uh, one of my, one of, uh, my viewers and, and uh, audience members from back in the Team Four Star days sent me as a gift the complete Blu-ray set of Batman the Animated Series. And when I got that in the mail, I'm looking at it like, man, I'm going to watch this whole thing from <laughs> front to back. Hey, as long as I'm doing that. <laughs> Might as well talk yeah, about it. Yeah, make a, make a little show out of it. So. And yeah, I'm glad you we uh, met for breakfast. And yeah. you're like, do you want to maybe do this little podcast thing where we review Batman movies? And before you even finished, yeah. I think I was eating a cheeseburger or something like that. Yeah. I was like, yes! Yes, you, pol- <laughs> you politely waited for me to finish my sentence before saying, okay, I'm glad that's what you were leading up to. It didn't, didn't take much to sell you on no, the idea. No, that was done <laughs> done yeah but yeah i've been having a blast and we'll have a blast again next week sounds good all right